Hi, this is Lauren from Discovery Church. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's podcast. We hope that you find value and that is very impactful to your life today. Have a great one. Hey, good morning, Discovery Church family. My name is Pastor Lauren, and I have the privilege, along with my wife, Pastor Sean Lee, to be the lead pastors of Discovery Church family. Thanks for taking time to be here today. We believe that this time that we spend together will not just impact your day, not just your week, not just your month, and not even just your year, but your life. So let's worship together as we get to hear from God's Word today. Hey, welcome back, Discovery family. It's September, if you can believe it. Fall is just around the corner, which means snow is really, really close. For those who love snowboarding and skiing, this is, might be the, you know, so much excitement. For other people who, you know, like shorts and t-shirts, like myself, are kind of like, okay, we're getting, we're getting hunkered down for winter. It's September, and if you haven't been tracking with us, and maybe you have, um, Discovery Church has found a new home for relaunch September the 26th, our homecoming Sunday. Uh, we are going to be gathering in our brand new location in Sherwood Park, Alberta, and it's at n- number 116 Premier Way. And maybe you're watching today, and, and our relaunch is on September 26th, and we would love to have you there, but for the next two Sundays, we're actually going to be gathering in our space as a team, as a as a a, a close uh, close church family, where we're going to pray. So, if you're watching today and you would like to come and join us, we're going to pray over our space and pray over our cities and towns and and people that we believe are going to come to know Jesus. Would you join us next Sunday morning, next two Sunday mornings, before as we get ready for pre-launch? Maybe you're you're on the dream team. Maybe you've come to be a part of Discovery Church. In this season, as we've been online, we would love to see you there. Again, the address is Suite 116-2257 Premier Way in Sherwood Park, Alberta. Last Sunday night, we actually gathered as a dream team. And you, you've probably heard me talking about dream team. And dream team is essentially our our serve teams who actually make Discovery Church happen. We believe that we need to do this together, that Pastor Sean Lee and I can't lead a church on our own by ourselves. We need a team, and a dream team is a team that will never lose, and we can't win without you. So if you want to be on the dream team, if you, uh, that's something that you're excited about, reach out to us. Come on Sunday. But last Sunday night, we met as a dream team, as a church, in our new location for the very first time. And man, it was so good. For those of you who couldn't be there, you missed out, but we still love you. For those that could be there, you're kind of like, man, it was so good to be around people. And one of the things we did last Sunday night was there's a, there's a wall in our new auditorium where we actually took Sharpie markers and we wrote on the walls of our church the miracles that we were believing for in the future. But also, we wrote down names of individuals that we believe are going to come to know Jesus in this next season. And maybe you weren't able to be with us last week, but we don't want to miss 
writing your future miracles on the wall, what you're believing God for. Maybe you have sickness or, or maybe you've been trying for a family or, or maybe you're believing that a son and daughter is going to come to know the Lord or maybe you need a financial breakthrough. Maybe you've been praying for that perfect home for a long, long time. Maybe you need uh, some freedom from some addictions in your life. Would you, would you click the link in the comment section right now? It'll pop up. And it's going to be a connection card, a prayer and praise card where you can, you can fill it out. Would you let us know three names of individuals who you would believe, be believing for in this season to come to know the Lord? People that you're close to, people that you can invest time into, people that the Lord has given you an open door to talk to about faith. Maybe there's a miracle that you need or you've been believing for. Could we believe together? Would you click that link, that button in the comment section right now, fill out the connection card and let us know. Let us write those names and those prayer requests on the wall for you because we believe that as we enter into this season, that God's going to be doing miracles in our lives, that, that our facility is a place of miracles. It's not about building buildings. It's about building his kingdom. But through a building, God can bring people to him. As we jump in today, um, last week I shared a story about my tree experience. Three lessons from, or a few lessons from cutting down a tree. Today, I want to share another story and a couple lessons that I've learned through this particular story. Let's pray. God, today as we jump in, let us continue to love you. Let's be willing to change our minds, change our thinking, give you permission to mold our hearts and to challenge our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. For those of you who are not from Alberta that are watching, um, we have these cars on the streets of Edmonton that take pictures and they usually take pictures of individuals that are going too fast or breaking the law and you won't get pulled over by a police officer when you're going too fast they will take your picture they'll match it to the license plate and you will receive a nice gift in the mail a nice picture of your vehicle telling you how fast you were going over the speed limit with an amount that you need to pay to the government well, last month, I received one of these wonderful gifts in the mail. Sean Lee opens the mail, opens the envelope, and finds a beautiful picture of my recently new-to-me purchased truck. And I was going a little bit over the speed limit. Now, if you've been tracking with us for a while, specifically in our Slow Down Silly series, um, maybe a few months ago, I talked about how I was on an intentional journey to slow down my life. Now, I'm not perfect. There's times that I still forget or still neglect to take a Sabbath. And one of the indicators in my life, if I am running really fast, is actually me speeding. When I actually take my time and travel along at the speed limit is usually an indicator that my soul is steady. My soul is healthy. But if I'm going fast, if I'm running from one appointment to another and trying to speed around, is usually I am f- have my life full. 
And anyway, I received this ticket in the mail, but it didn't really line up with how I was feeling. I'm like, oh man, I just must have had an off day. And it was a 70-kilometer zone that I sped through a light and got a ticket for going about 20 over. Now, if you do your math, yes, I was going too fast. But I remember getting the ticket and thinking, oh, really? I was going that fast in a 70 zone? That's not like me. Not anymore. It used to be like me, but not anymore. Anyway, I I put it to the side and didn't think any more of it until this past weekend, I was driving on the highway in Edmonton, which is called the Anthony Henday, and the speed limit is 100. And usually if the speed limit is 100, people usually go a little bit over. But I try to stay right on. I'm driving along at 100 kilometers an hour, and I'm like, speeding by people, not like really, really fast, but I'm like, I'm passing more people than are passing me. And I thought, man, this is really weird. If I'm actually going the speed limit, generally people are are passing me, not the other way around. And I thought, man, I wonder, I wonder if my speedometer is working correctly. So the next day, both Pastor Sean Lee and I were actually on our way to our, our new church building to do some renos to paint. And I said, babe, when we get out on the highway, can you go exactly the speed limit? I'm going to trail behind you because I'm not certain that my speedometer is accurate. And I, you know, I talked about the speeding ticket. And I was like, honey, I know I was speeding, but I don't think I was that much over. So we got out on the highway and said, go 80 kilometers an hour. So I have her on the speaker phone on, on my dash and I'm, and I'm driving and she says, okay, I'm going 80. And I look at my speedometer and I'm like, oh, it's reading 70. Oh boy. And then we get out on the, another highway and I say, okay, go 100. Go the speed limit right to 100. And she's, go, she's going 100 kilometers an hour right on the button. She has it on cruise. And I'm like, 89 kilometers an hour showing on my vehicle. And I said to babe, I was like, Honey, my speedometer is not accurate. I was like, I hope there's only one speeding ticket. It's crazy because sometimes what's right in front of you is actually not accurate. Now, I'll go and I'll pay that ticket. I hope that, you know, by the grace of God, there's not more coming my way, but my speedometer in my truck was off. And I started thinking about that as I was driving, and here's a couple lessons that I've taken away from just that experience, receiving a speeding ticket in the mail, and the experience of chatting to my wife as we were driving, trying to determine if my speedometer was off. Here's the very first lesson that I, I, I took from this experience. Very first one is this, is that we need people in our lives to help us know if we are off. Proverbs 27:17 says as iron sharpens iron so I, as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another. Sometimes no not sometimes we need people in our lives to help us identify when we are off. 
in my case, when I was going too fast, I needed my wife to help me see that I was breaking the law. I didn't even know that I was breaking the law. And often in our lives, sometimes we're off doing these things, whether or not we're doing things that are harming us or our family. And, and, and we need people in our lives that love us enough to tell us the truth even when it hurts. But the unfortunate thing in our world, in this cancel culture world, is that the moment that we find somebody that loves us enough, enough to tell us the truth even when it hurts we decide that they're well they're out to harm us they don't like us they don't like what I'm doing and that's not the truth you know Paul had Timothy and David had Jonathan Jonathan like literally told uh, told David that he was like sinning Moses had Aaron We need people in our lives that will tell you the truth. I received a call this past week from somebody in our church. And they literally said, hey, Pastor Lorne, I want to give you permission to call me on my crap. As I'm journeying to be more like Christ, you know, we say that uh, we exist to seek truth, find purpose, and become fully engaged followers of Jesus. As we're in this journey to become fully engaged followers of Jesus, we need people that are in our corner that are willing to tell us the truth. As iron sharpens iron, one person can sharpen another. The Bible also says that, 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 that two are stronger than one braid and that three is, is really hard to be broken. We need people in our lives. That's why we as a church actually believe in small groups. We believe not just have a place to eat wings or a place to go snowboarding or a place to go walking, even though all that's amazing, but we believe in relationships. We believe that there is, there is, there is power, there is strength in community, not just because we're hanging out, but because we're challenging people. We know people. We love people. We challenge people. We're calling people higher. This is not a judgmental, you're doing something wrong this is hey I see this in your life why don't you try to address it because I love you so much that I don't want to leave you there I don't want to see you damaging your life become more like Jesus and we're reciprocating so who in your life do you have that is calling you higher who in your life Are you willing to listen to to say, hey, you're going too fast? Hey, you need a realignment. Hey, you haven't been to church in a while. Hey, how's your Bible reading going? Hey, have, how, how is, how is, how's your prayer life? Have you been spending enough time with family? Have you been working too much? Are you still tithing? This is not about religious duties. This is about us as, as family becoming more like Christ. Do you have somebody? Because we need someone to help us know if we are off. Second lesson I learned from this experience of receiving a speeding ticket. As I was driving, I was thinking about it. Thinking about life. Praying. And God was like, you know, sometimes what you see is not the truth. And that we need, what I say, spirit eyes to be, see, to be able to see beyond the lies of the enemy. 
to be able to see what God is directing us to versus what looks good. The, the biggest enemy to, to great is good things. You know, we, we're, we're smart enough to identify bad versus good. But we need to be able to identify the great versus good. Sometimes we settle just for the good when God is calling us to greatness. I think about the story of Nehemiah. The Old Testament, the walls of Jerusalem were broken down in battle and for years the walls laid in ruins. And in those times, cities would build walls. And if you had walls, you were protected. But if you, if you didn't have any walls, you were vulnerable to all your enemies. And Nehemiah was really upset that Jerusalem still hadn't had its walls rebuilt after they were broken. He goes to this king and says, hey, would you permit me to go back and build the walls of Jerusalem? That's my home city. I want to rebuild the walls. He was, he was given permission to go back and rebuild the city walls. And Jerusalem's enemies were so upset that Nehemiah was building these walls that he sent, they sent letters to him. So the kings and rulers sent letters to Nehemiah trying to trick him to come down from building the walls to go and have a feast, to go have a party with the kings. Hey, I want to invite you to a, a party, to a banquet. Come. And Nehemiah was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I ain't got time for that. I've, I have a purpose over here that God has, has called me and has appointed me to do. I don't have time to go and feast. But what the kings and rulers were actually trying to do, were trying to lure uh, Nehemiah in so that they could kill him. But Nehemiah saw beyond the tricks of the enemy and realized, no, no, God, God called me to do this. He identified the great and he stayed on path to do the great. Sometimes what's right in front of us is not the truth. Lord, would you give us spirit eyes to be able to see the great things beyond just the good things. Getting a speeding ticket in the mail, you know what, it's not a great gift. But it was a reminder also to me it's the third and final lesson that I took out of that. It was a reminder to me, Lauren, slow down. Life is too short to hustle hard all the time. We're going back into a, a busy season. September is usually really busy for families, for church. People are getting back on schedule. The third lesson I took from receiving a speeding ticket in the mail was simply, Lauren, don't forget to take a Sabbath. Don't forget to turn your cell phone off. Don't forget to rest. Don't forget to slow down. You can go back and listen to our Slow Down Silly series that often when we're rushing and moving so fast that we miss the opportunities that God puts right in front of us. Discovery Church, we need people. 
Who do you have in your life that is calling you higher? Who are you giving permission to call you higher? Are you running away every time that somebody challenges you? I'm not saying you need to be challenged by any, a- anybody. Don't, don't take a challenge from anybody that you wouldn't ask for advice from. But there has to be people in your life that you're giving permission to speak into your life. Small groups is a great way to be a part of that. Who are you giving permission to? And are you listening? Sometimes what we see right in front of us is actually not telling us the truth. Would we have spirit eyes? Would we be like Nehemiah and identify what our purpose is and not waver from our purpose? And thirdly, Discovery Church. We're going into one of the most exciting times as a, as a church. We're getting our first permanent space, and it's not about building. Hear me, it's never about building. It's always about people. But we could run so hard, and we could celebrate that we forget to slow down and remember and realize who we're doing this for and who we're out to become more like, and that is Jesus. Discovery Church, we love you. We're praying for you. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, today we love you. Would you give us eyes to see beyond what's right in front of us? Would you give us the boldness to slow down? And would you gift us the people in our lives who would sharpen us? Today, we are excited to become more engaged and more like you. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you made a decision today to give your life to Christ, your life, maybe something I said or, or, or words that were sung made you start to think, it's like, oh man, I don't have anybody in my life. The first person that you need in your life is Jesus, a relationship with Jesus. Would you make that decision today? If, you, if you've made that decision, if you just prayed a simple prayer and said, God, I need you. I'm, 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 I'm broken. I'm, I'm not perfect. And I need you in my life. Would you click the button in the comment section and let our team know we want to be praying for you. We want to reach out to you. Discovery Church, we are so excited for what God is leading us to. And if you're in the Edmonton area, come and join us in person next Sunday for two weeks of of prayer and worship as we prep and train for Homecoming Sunday on September the 26th. Family, whether or not you're in Edmonton area, the greater Edmonton area, Alberta, Canada, Ontario, Newfoundland, BC, or somewhere else. We're praying for you, we're proud of you, and we love being your pastors. Have an amazing day.